It's the slightly crunchy mom cast. Slightly crunchy mom cast. Where our discussions are based in evidence. And we try to maintain our relevance. But two drinks in, and we try not to lose our. It's the slightly crunchy mom cast. Slightly crunchy mom cast. The slightly crunchy mom cast. Hello, this is the slightly crunchy mom cast. This is a podcast with research based parenting information from a real world perspective of two moms just trying not to lose their shit. Today is episode eight, and we're talking about Dennett Parenting Failures. I'm Brittany. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and a licensed clinical addiction specialist. And I am Whitney. I am a nurse, and I just ate a shit ton of KFC. (laughs) I second that. It's New Year's Eve, motherfuckers. And because we have small children and it's and Whitney works tomorrow and it's not realistic to celebrate anyways Mm-mm. and by staying up till midnight, we decided to get KFC $90. We spent $90 at KFC. <laughs> the best part was when we tried to like decipher between whether we should pick it up or have it delivered mm-hmm. and we realized what was the the fee like $14. Well, here's the price breakdown. Yeah, let's talk so about it. So we did the 16 piece family bucket meal Four sides. Because we got 16 pieces of chicken and four sides that I thought were going to be a lot bigger. Those were not big enough. So we went with the fries, the coleslaw, the mac and cheese. Biscuits and gravy. And there was another. Oh, mashed potatoes and gravy. Mashed potatoes and gravy. Mm -hmm. And um, so that was like 50 bucks. But because the closest KFC is only six miles from my house. And Michael did not want to drive 15 minutes one way. No. No. So we We door dashed it. We door dashed it. (laughs) But we had multiple conversations about whether it was like economically responsible of us to door dash for $16. And then so we, we went back to the day that like, hey, if we were going out, we would be spending a lot more money than this. So everybody's already had their mindset on KFC. So here we go. Wait. So we ate KFC. So we have indigestion. <laughs> Upset Sam. I can diarrhea. Is this a commercial for Pepto-Bismol? <laughs> indigestion. Upset Upset stomach, stomach. Diarrhea. <laughs> so today we are talking about parenting fails because it's New Year's Eve. And who doesn't fail at parenting? Lots of times. That's right. But first, what are we drinking, Whitney? Oh, boy. So I am drinking Oatman's Edmonds, Edmonds. <laughs> Oast Brewing. It's a sour. Ed, no, stop. Edmonds Oast. You're so type A. It just it has to be it's right. It's Oast Brewing. It's a sour cranberry lime that Brittany bought me. Yes. And it's, um, it's, 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 it's going to do its job. Okay. And I'm drinking a bourbon and ginger. Always. <laughs> I'm worried about you. <laughs> Listen, after the 16-piece meal deal, I can't fit another beer in my stomach. I'm not making it to nine. (laughs) I just want to be honest with everyone. I'm not making it until nine. Truth. My children are going to outlive me. I'm not making it until nine. So in in, uh, preparation for today, we have, uh, or I have named four stories that I will be sharing. (gasps) But first... We had our first $50 donation. We did. So at the end of this episode, if you stay tuned, you will hear an original song for the person who donated, whose name is Rick. So thank you, Rick, and get ready for your original song. <laughs> it's been 
Now, let's go to your naming of your first story of when you failed okay. as a parent. Well, I'm going to go ahead and give a, a preview for I'm going to tell I'm going to tell four stories today and Winnie's going to pepper hers in. But a preview of the name. First, we're going to hear about the Super Bowl Double Deuce. What? What? <laughs> the outdoor toddler wall scaling. Mm. Hey, hey, you, pipe down already. <laughs> and then finally, the miniature misdemeanor. I'm going to tell you about don't be a naysayer. <laughs> stabbing consequences. Oh, yes, that Yeah, one. that's a good one. Flying high and the quest for knowledge. Yeah. So, if you... Ha- would like to feel like a great parent you have come to the right place amen you're winning (laughs) because today we're going to talk about all the things that we've done wrong do you want to begin sure yes you go with the double deuce this is a good one so this is called the super bowl double deuce so a couple years ago uh we had some friends over to watch the super bowl I'm going to say Elise was around four. I mean, your first parenting fellows, you're actually watching the Super Bowl, but keep going. Yeah. Well, I have a Super Bowl fail story before this, but I'm not going to tell it today. But yeah, Thank the you. Super Bowl is just kind of a nightmare, but it's late and it's a whole thing. So uh, we had some friends over to watch the Super Bowl. Elise is about four years old. Um, we had some friends that had a three-year-old and then uh some other friends that had a child the same age as elise and you know we're we're enjoying a moment of quiet right Mm -hmm. we're all over here to watch the super bowl we've prepared apps and snacks we're downstairs we're having some beers watching the super bowl you know things are quiet which as a parent at that age it's like I'm going to enjoy this because it's quiet, but like in the back of your head, we all have a shared understanding that something is going to go wrong at some point because it is, in fact, too quiet. Yeah. So we're all sitting there, we're hanging out, and then we hear the inevitable, Mom! (laughs) Mommy! (laughs) So my friend Heather is the first one that goes upstairs, and after that I hear, Brittany! (laughs) Oh my God! Brittany! (laughs) So I go upstairs and we open the door and no pun intended, I shit you not, (laughs) Elise is sitting on the toilet sideways back to back with her little friend John and they are both taking a poo while the third child is watching the entire situation. They literally thought that it would be a great time to just take a shit together. Well, I mean, you should be proud, actually, right? So they had a conflict. Like, they had to resolve a conflict. They both had to feel the urge at the same time. There is another bathroom literally down the hall. Why but do in you their bring defense, in logistics? Listen, in their defense, it was the master bedroom, and we had been very clear. Do not play in the master bedroom. You cannot go in mommy and daddy's bedroom. So they went to their bathroom? So they went to their bathroom, and they are like, darn if we don't have to crap at the same time. So I did mine on... Uh, pocket knife stabbing. Oh my god! To this consequences. One. Go ahead. So with it. my son, about eight months ago now, came to me and was like, "Mom, I'd like to get a pocket knife." And he's six, and I was like, "Okay, how much money do you have?" He was like, "I have uh, eight dollars." I was like, "Okay, okay, let's go to the store and see what we can find." Um, I call Brittany at this time, and I'm like, "Hey." Hey, Graham wants a pocket knife. And uh, Brittany's response was, do you remember? That's a terrible idea. This is going to be a hard no in my family. That would be a fight. I was like, eh, 
we're fine. So we get there and we get to Dick's Sporting Goods, um, overpriced. <laughs> Just, oh. mm. And he finds, shockingly, an $8 pocket knife, which mm. I really didn't think we were going to go there. So we get home. He's got his pocket knife. I'm all proud of him. Like, he has saved some money. Money. 24 hours later, Meyer wants to go for a walk. My husband works from home. No big deal. Brian Graham's like, I'm going to stay here and work on my art. Okay, whatever. Work on your art. So I go for a walk. And Graham I'm, is six, by the way. I just want to throw that out. Yeah, I, I said he was six. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to reinforce it because I, again, okay, go on. Yeah, Minnie. everybody knows. <laughs> so I get in. I, I I was on the phone with you, was I not? Uh-huh, you were. Yeah, I was on the phone. Because with- at the time, you were lost with Meyer in the woods. Because oh, yeah. You I had find let Meyer. Meyer decide Meyer had, yes. which way y'all were going to go. And again, I'm like, what the hell? Why are you letting this three-year-old we did. We got who lost has in the zero, woods. I know you did. Yeah, we couldn't find our way home. Oh, shocker, because Meyer's making the call. Well, it was a bad idea. Like hindsight's yeah, twenty twenty, yeah. right? So yeah, we were lost in the woods. Finally, we found our way home because I'm like Lewis Clark, eventually, <laughs> because it's also my neighborhood. So we get our <laughs> way home, and I'm on the phone with Brittany, and my, Brit or uh, Meyer comes on. It's like there's blood everywhere. I was like, what? And I walk in. I walk in, and sure enough, there is blood. And I follow the trail up the stairs to find. Graham sitting on the sink with his dad with a huge gash in his thigh. And I was like, okay, what happened here? And he was like, well, I was cutting the box and I stabbed the knife into my leg. And I was like, well, we got to get the doctor for that. He was like, no. I was like, don't cut things on your leg. So we go to the doctor. We just need skin glue, by the way, by the by. That doctor, my pediatrician seemed like that was completely normal and not to worry at all. And we get skin glue. Well, I had to work the next day. So my nanny decided that it was a good idea to take him to the trampoline park. So that oh my night God. when I came home, <laughs> the skin glue Y'all had popped out. are one out. bad decision after the next. I can't. So it had popped out. At that point, I was like, we're doing Neosporin and a Band-Aid. We're good. Thank you. Yay. Yay. So the moral of the story is buy your kid a pocket knife. Just make sure it's not super sharp because he will stab himself. Hey, or second opinion, don't and avoid the whole thing. <laughs> that was a good learning experience. <laughs> I mean, at what point is hey, it okay? Well, listen, well, here's the thing. It's just past Christmas here and Michael's got a 31-year-old cousin and the 31-year-old cousin this year was trying to open a present for his uh, nephew who's like three and he held it the same way gashed his thigh and had to go to the ER on Christmas. So there you go. There you go. Six. Hey, but listen, this one's not the brightest crayon in the box because he's missing his two front teeth from like a a mosh pit or something. I don't know. (laughs) super He also has a mullet with a ponytail. (laughs) Anyways, you live and you learn. So my next story is the outdoor toddler wall scaling. Mm. So I have a six-year-old girl at the time. She's about four. She is not athletic. So don't think, oh, my God, <laughs> she's got so much physical ability. She's so coordinated. No, she is the opposite of all those things. I just wasn't paying attention. In our old house, we used to have like this this uh, big outside wraparound porch, and it probably had about, mm, I would call it 10 to 12 feet of like... I don't know the the word for it, but it was lofted up in the air and it had like, you know, wood boards just enough to put your little feet in and mm-hmm. crawl up. Mm-hmm. I know and, where we're uh, going with this. Again, it got quiet. And so I came around the corner and my child has scaled the entire outside of the porch where she is literally almost on the porch. How well did you handle this? Oh, I said, get down immediately. Did Do you, you let her jump down? A traumatic brain injury. 
absolutely not. I didn't let her jump down. Did you down. use the initials TBI or did you like spell it out traumatic brain injury? I think everybody said TBI. Okay, cool. I mean. She's advanced. Yeah, sure. Very advanced, <laughs> yes. Mm, did you get her down? Mm, so advanced. So. Yeah, yeah, I stood there and I waited at the bottom while she climbed her little skinny butt down. Then what'd you do? I said, don't ever do it again. So was that her fault or is that a parenting fail? Because that feels like a child fail. No, that was my fault because I had never explicitly been like, don't do that. Oh, yeah. We do have to say I that. mean, it was pretty, like, it's enticing for a kid. I mean, I feel like things are common sense, but they lose it. Like, with the pocket knife. They like, don't do have I really have to sense. tell you to not cut cardboard on your lap? But apparently I do. Do you, uh, hey. you shouldn't have got the pocket knife for six-year-old. I'm, I'm going to go we're this. <laughs> We are not going to agree on this one. We're not even going to agree to disagree. <laughs> Again, the freedom lies once you have the pocket knife. But if you didn't have the pocket... Anyways, moving on. Your next story? Oh, goodness. <laughs> My next story is... This is a short and sweet one. It's called the... Uh, conv- uh, like, trying the environmental lover. So, do you use cloth diapers or do you use real diapers? <laughs> Are you asking me for real? Well, I know the answer. I was doing it for our listeners. I don't use cloth diapers. I ain't got time for that. Okay, well, I'm glad it's you too don't shitty. because no, I didn't. did. Didn't know you didn't. Yes, I did. For a day? N- no. How long? Don't. How don't long? get judgy. Tell the listeners. So I had decided. I had decided because my mother used to hand wash our diapers because I grew up, grew up poor. So if you'd like to donate to us, you can go to a biasacoffee.com slash slightly crunchy. She didn't learn that pocket knives were inappropriate for children. Yeah, that's true. Because of the poor. Because of the poorness. <laughs> so my mom used to hand wash our diapers, right? And so like I'm 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 into the environment. Like I'm into helping people, right? Like I I love whatever I need to love to be into cloth diapers. <laughs> and so I like look into it and I find these ones that are nifty where they have these special like clips and I'm like, yeah. oh that's expensive. That's going to be more expensive than regular diapers. Mind you, I mean... It's an investment. It's an investment. Sure. So I decided to go to the cloth diapers that my mom used in the 80s. I did it for all of three diaper changes. Yeah. Until yep. they would get soaked all the way through to the clothing. At which point, but I had bought enough cloth diapers to last me for an entire week. Oh, and then I wasn't even going to use the service that would clean them. I was going to clean my own cloth diapers. Mm. Mm-mm. I made it literally 72 hours, and then I had a bunch of cloth diapers with a bunch of things that go over them, with a bunch of clips that I never, ever used. Let me tell you a good, a, a good repurpose for the cloth diapers. Oh, I used it on the um, Dust rags. Yep. yep. That's what I did do with them. I buy actual cloth diapers without the out, cute and then out now for that, the dust rags. Now yep. that at times when I exercise, I pee myself, sometimes <laughs> I use them for myself. It comes full circle. It really does. It really does. They really come back around. People it, are like, you look bulky in the lower ranges. I'm like, oh, that's it's my cloth, cloth diaper. diaper. <laughs> Don't worry about See? that. It's my cloth diaper. See? It's fine. <laughs> Mind your tr- own business, But they damn always it. say, like, it's the thought that counts, right? Yeah. So I did, in fact, save the environment Kinda because like I thought. like that book you were going to buy. Which but one? you didn't have to. Because yeah. research said if you just oh. thought about buying, you're yeah. willing to buy it. So I was willing yeah, to sure. help the environment. And therefore, the thought of helping the environment did, in fact, help the environment by buying cloth that I did not use. Yeah. By buying plastic I did not use. And then turning around and using diapers mm. that went to the landfill. Listen, there's nothing more gratifying than, like, just throwing a shitty diaper in the trash. I'm not going to wash it out in the river. Like, it's 
1742. Well, please don't do that because then it just goes downstream. We're not even getting to, to how like unhygienic that last comment was. We're going to move on. What, what do you got for me, girl? What do you got? Oh, hey, so the next one is, hey, you, pipe down already. Oh. This one is definitely a parenting fail. You know, it's kind of sad because I was kind of reflecting on the story. I can't exactly remember like the specifics around it, but I remember. You were in this house. I know you were in this Elise house. Elise was like. I don't know, five or yeah. something. And it had been a day. Young mom's out there. Y'all know. It had been just like one thing after the next all day. It was like one of those behavior days with your kid where like there's nothing bad enough to like constantly lay a consequence, you know, whether it's time out or you take something away. But it's like your kid knows that they're being annoying and they're constantly riding that edge all day. Girl, you don't got to justify your bad parenting. Man, I was tired and she's in the bath. And she just said something smart, and she had just kept on. And I said, Elise, just shut up. Just shut up. How did she take it? She shut up. <laughs> so was that a parenting fail or a parenting win? But I felt really bad almost immediately after it came out of my mouth. And then, like, the moment passed. And then later I was like, hey, Elise, mommy's sorry. Like, Mommy gets upset, and I shouldn't have said. That's not a parenting fail. That's a parenting success. Let's cheers to that. Bring that out. <laughs> to shutting up them youngins. Well, no, no, not that one. <laughs> the apologizing. That is like a, a oh, my God. Oh, sorry. I I'm missed clapping. you. I'm clapping. <laughs> no, actually, you know, and this is a funny episode, but really, research does show. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's really important. That once. You have to, you, you, you know, when you apologize to your kids, it's not that you don't ever make mistakes. We're all going to make mistakes. We're going to make them right in front of our kid. But apologizing to them is key, right? Especially, like a lot of people say as man and wife, don't fight in front of your kid. Actually, that's erroneous information because most couples argue, right? And yeah. so... Kids need to see parents argue health in a healthy way, not yelling and throwing and calling names and all these things. But what they need to really see is you make up. So yeah. a lot of times what happens is mom and dads fight in front of their kids because things get kind of sudden and emotional. And then they sort of make up behind closed doors. You should make up in front of your kids because then kids see like the whole cycle. They say, oh, mommy got upset. Daddy got upset. They figured it out. And now they're good. Right. Anyways, yes, yes I did. Speaking I, I did of apologize to Elise that day making for making up behind shut. closed doors. Oh God, where's this headed? Oh, don't you worry. <laughs> so this is my child's quest for knowledge. So one time I was talking to my husband about how, like, literally they they do very little in the baby making process. Like, literally, they have an orgasm, and then this just took a different direction. Nine months later, they right. have a baby, right? And so sure. Brian is talking. He's like, "No, it's pretty much business as usual for right? the old man, <laughs> right?" And he was like, "No, that man, that boy came from my balls." And I was like, "Oh I God, mean, yeah, right." So that I can't. With this. I was like, "Yeah, technically speaking, well, he came on a from- different day, that would have gone straight into a tissue." Uh, right. So I don't really know what's so special about or, this load, depending <laughs> on what birth control on a stomach. But like, you know, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> so dodge the belly button right you know what i mean but so i was like so we're having this conversation and yeah the kids are around i'm not thinking much about it fast forward two weeks later i'm sitting there talking to one of my friends at the uh, preschool that didn't work out and graham walks up and he's like i came from my daddy's bowls oh god and i was like not incorrect well i did say i was like well first of all 
it's not balls, it's testicles. We need to use it correctly. And and second of all, like... Oh, because that's the important thing we're going to hit here. Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, you did technically quote-unquote come from his balls. But, like, it's not, like, the appropriate time to say it. He was like, okay. So then fast forward another time when we're in Target, and I'm talking to this lady, and he's like, I came from my daddy's balls. I was like, you and I need to talk in private. <gasps> Like uh, you're not you're not like giving people knowledge so that they don't know. <laughs> like it's cool, but like as like a four year old, maybe we could just stop letting people know that you came from your daddy's bowls. Mm. Like, could we just stop that? Mm. He did stop that. Good, I'm glad. He's no longer asking me where he came from because he knows be, it's gonna be a stork. <laughs> Save her shot. I don't. It's a stork. Okay. What you got? All right. Now, final story. Is the uh, miniature misdemeanor? <laughs> I don't even know what you're going. With All right, this listen. One. So this one, I was very like, yes, I'm gonna teach my daughter to do this thing, right? And then Michael's like, no, that's inappropriate. So Elise is probably three, four, maybe somewhere in there. She is on her first soccer team, which that didn't work out. Again, she's not athletic. The child's not athletic. She hated it. She's got she, beautiful hair. She she loves she loves people. She enjoyed like the other kids on the team, but she didn't actually like like being on the team because of playing the I soccer. Mean, soccer is kind of lame. It is. You run around, you kick the ball. I mean, my kids love it, but like Michael I'm really liked it. I never played. I don't it. have to be a soccer mom. Yeah. So anyway, she, so so <laughs> she comes to me and she's like. Well, this kid, he, like, pushed me. And I looked at her, and I was so serious. I'm like, yes, teach an independent woman, independent girl to be an independent woman. And I said, look, Elise, if they shove you, you just shove them back. (laughs) If they they hit you, you hit them back. And my husband looks at me like, Brittany, what the actual H? Like, this is the YMCA, and she is four. Like, why are you teaching, you know, like, what is happening? This is not MMA. Like, you're teaching independent women. Yeah. Yes. Damn it. She will. Yes. Yeah. Did she hit him back? No. And I'm Uh. glad she didn't, because that was terrible advice. advice well you know what's funny is that i had this like imagine when i was like before i had children right i had this whole entire imagine story in my head where like my kid goes to hit a child and i i grab his hand and i'm like we don't hit our friends (laughs) and that was all i had to do and everyone's like look at wow look at her right and then i didn't realize that when you had children like this is like a thousand times it's like we don't hit our friends like stop hitting people stop don't no (laughs) like i mean meyer came along and i I mean i must have said it i mean he doesn't hit now but like it was a good year and a half where i was like stop do you remember that time that that it was before meyer was born and elise and graham were just playing and all of a sudden out of nowhere elise just threw sand in graham's eyes oh yeah it was unprovoked i think she was playing Mm. It didn't go well. I laid a consequence down. Well, I mean, you have to in that point. I was a, yeah. But in your mind, you probably imagine that if that had happened, like you catch her mid throw and you're like, we don't throw sand. No, she'd already thrown it. We only knew because Graham was squealing. (laughs) (laughs) He was squealing like a pig out there and he's like, oh, God. 
<laughs> so, and Elise is looking guilty as hell. And I'm like, what'd you do? Oh, and his eyes were like fire red, like he was stoned. <laughs> yeah. Like was, they were just blazing up out there. there by the so, there was no avoiding it that like you two were literally the only ones out here in the sandbox. Like someone threw sand in someone's <laughs> eyes. Like that hat, that is what happened. So leading in to my last story is called Flying High. So there's, <laughs> there's a fun story. Do you know that I hate boats? I don't know that name. I hate boats. Why? I love a good boat. Oh my god! I like and, to drink on and a boat. People around Shocker me on boats. They hate me on boats. Like Why? I, oh my god! I sit there. Like they give me so much anxiety. I think it stems oh. back to when I had a car wreck in West Africa, where we had like a head-on with a semi truck to where like it's it's so much chaos. Were you in a boat? No. So there's no association. Just let me finish. Okay, go on. <laughs> so like there's no there's no lanes. Like everyone is everywhere. So I will sit at the front of a boat and I'm like there's a boat over there. There's a boat over there. Wow, these that boats, is that is rather annoying. These boats can be miles away. I have no like I am not like it's don't um I have to be wasted to have fun on a boat. And even then, well, that's most of the United States. I don't like boats. <laughs> So we, for every year, take my dad for his birthday to go on a boat. I don't like boats. And so I, here I am. There's a boat. There's a, there's a, and so finally my dad's like, Whitney, you drive. By the way, my dad's name is Rick. If you guys want to put two and two together. Association. <laughs> between the name of the donator and this, <laughs> and my dad's name. We might have finagled something. <laughs> so anyway, he's like, Whitney, you drive. And I was like, fine. And my husband's like, I'm going to take the kids and we're going to go on the inner tube. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, whatever. I, at first, I'm like, this feels like a bad idea. He's like, I got I got them, baby. Remember, I can save an acorn. I can feed my family off an acorn. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, you got the acorn. Put them on the raft. So I'm driving not fast. Like, it's 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 barely going and i turn to my family who's all buzzed up and like watch my children i'm gonna make sure that we ain't gonna hit a boat okay so i'm focused in my job and all of a sudden we start hearing meyer be like hey hey (laughs) and we turn around and sure enough at some point graham and brian have fallen off the boat i mean i don't know it felt like miles away it was probably like 100 feet but it felt like forever and i was like oh my god meyer hold on because he's four and i'm like hold on three i don't know he ain't big (laughs) i'm like just dear god hold on and so i'm like watch meyer i'm turning the boat around and i look and as i look back once again nobody's watching i see meyer fly into the air (laughs) on this inner tube right and fly up and fly off so what do i do in my calm cool did you jump off the boat oh i didn't even slow down the boat (laughs) i went in my clothing full speed dove off the back of the boat <laughs> to save my they child. They had on life jackets, did they oh, not? Oh, yes. But they my... didn't just float around, Wendy. What are you so worried about? Oh, I'm not done. And it's a cloudy day. There's literally three boats on this. Like, I dive into the water full clothes. I swim to my child. At this point, I got adrenaline pumping. I'm a little bit buzzed up. I've got no life jacket on. And I'm like, grab onto me, my Oh, my God. At which point I almost am waterboarded to death. Never mind that the boat is now just going somewhere, not even near my other children. So I finally was like, created more of an issue with your quote unquote rescue. And I'm fully clothed. Okay. So like, I'm like, like, don't don't hold on. 
So I'm finally like, go get my kids. And they come back and I'm 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 pissed. Nobody's been patched. I'm like, I put the boats and I was like, I'm just gonna ride the inner tube back with my husband. And so they're like, okay. I was like, just drive straight there. Of course, at this point, like I am I'm 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 fit to be tied, right? Like my kids are drowning, everyone's drowning, I'm wearing clothes. But you do realize that falling off the inner tube is part of like the the experience clearly i did not realize that Brittany. it's part of it and i don't like boats (laughs) i don't like this you also water makes you anxious too doesn't yes it does yes it does with your children water makes you anxious i know oh my god you're so good at counseling i'm so good at it i'm I'm not done yet so then my parents (laughs) take over driving the boat and they decide that what's going to be fun for them is to flip me off so they speed up this boat (laughs) and i'm barely holding on and i've taken off my clothes put on a life jacket and they go i'm literally barely holding on oh i lose my bottoms (laughs) and i don't know about most women out there but we ain't shaving these days (laughs) And so I'm clearly pissed. I'm like, oh, my God. Bush lady. Oh, my God. I soak up half the lake, you know? (laughs) 1980s called. They wonder where their bush is. Yeah. Every mom in America is like this. And those that aren't, you're better than me. I can barely find the time to shave my legs. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Anywho. That's my parenting fail, is the time that I literally didn't even slow down the boat. That's an overreaction. You had a major overreaction. I'm going to tell you, you, listen, your thing is water, my thing is heights. I almost had a serious panic attack when Elise and I went to the state fair and she wanted to go on the Ferris wheel. How gross. And And me and her went on the Ferris wheel. My mother was in the little car with us that goes to the top and I got to the top and I literally was almost frozen in fear. I had to keep one hand on her the whole time. And and nothing was wrong. The the Ferris wheel was acting fine. Elise was not bouncing around. But I was so afraid she was going to jump out of the Ferris wheel and die. I, I, it's a completely irrational fear to the point where I almost had a panic attack. And so now I'm not doing any of that with her. If she wants to do any of those rides, I can't even. Michael's going to have to take her because I can't even. Can do I them. be honest with you? Yes. July 18th is going to come around. And I'm going to be back on a boat. <laughs> I'm going to be back on a boat. We do it every year. And I'm year. going with you. Oh, I'm not fun. I'm literally not Sounds fun. Like oh my god. So the reason we did this episode is one, we wanted to make you laugh, but two, we wanted you to know like this stuff happens, man. And it's hilarious. And you fell too. And it's okay because you still love your kids. They're, oh, they're gonna be just fine. I had a friend that fed her kids sweet potatoes for an entire year because he would only eat sweet potatoes and the tip of his nose turned orange. <laughs> I had another friend that went to Disney World, and she has too many kids, which is four, which is not that many, but, uh, and they need to get in line for a ride, and so she parks the stroller, gets in line for about 20 minutes until she realized, like, oh, shit, our kid's in the stroller. Oh. (laughs) And had to go get her, and she was still sleeping. Mm, This, I mean, this stuff is kind of ends up, I mean, it's. It's what makes you a parent and what makes, I mean, we love parenting so much. We do a podcast. We do actually enjoy it because of these times where you look back and you're like, oh, that was a, that. Oh, I have one more quick story. Go. It's very quick. One time Elise had to poop. We went to the park or at the beach. Oh. And she literally pooped. No, I know. And I was like, Elise, she was like, I got to go, mommy. We can't go back. I'm like, well, you can't wait till we get to the beach house. No, I have to go right here. So I was trying to find a natural area. There's no, there's not much wooden no. space at the beach. 
she I, so I found sort of this place off this path and I'm like go back in there she didn't go back in there she went six inches mm-hmm. from the trail and mm-hmm. it was a paved trail and yeah. she just shat and then remember and we just left I'm like three what am minutes I do? later a man walked down that trial trail and, and listen there was that was a human turd mm-hmm. there was no no, it was not a dog. No, there was no hiding. Do you know how many times I tell my kids, "They're like, I gotta pee." I'm like, "Just go right over there." Peeing's one thing, man. This she pooped. I mean, my kids have peed everywhere. <laughs> she was and five, like, and I tell them, "I'm like, I'm gonna pretend like I don't look." And then when you're near the end, I'm gonna turn around and be like, "What are you doing? <laughs> don't do that." And then you just you just uh, go with it. So listen, you're a great parent out there. Because here's our fails, not yours, maybe. <laughs> All right, well, until next week, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Hello, this is the Slightly Crunchy Momcast. This is a podcast with research-based parenting information. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you'd like to give us some feedback, provide topic suggestions, or just tell us your own funny stories, reach out to us at slightlycrunchymomcast at gmail.com. Or even better, buy us a beer. You know we love to drink. Donate via buymeacoffee.com slash slightlycrunchy. As you might have heard, my also talented husband might just write you a custom song. Thanks!